Hey, and welcome to... <laughs> I'm leaving that in. That's really funny. Do not leave that in. That's horrible. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hey, and welcome to your new favorite podcast, Hands Off My Rack. Hands Off My Rack is a podcast centered on everything female fitness, health, and wellness. But we're not a beacon of all that fitspo BS. Nope, we're going to go beyond the IG workouts and trendy diets to uncover real and scientifically proven information on women's minds and bodies. And we'll do it with some joke, heart, and a little bit of attitude. <laughs> Alright, so since it is our first episode, I feel like we should probably introduce ourselves. My name is Talia, or Thalia, and I'm a recent graduate of the University of Central Florida. I've been weightlifting for the past eight years, and I played sports all throughout high school. I love bodybuilding, but I do dabble in powerlifting when my lower back allows it. And right now, I'm finishing up to get my certification in personal training and nutrition coaching. I also plan on taking the exam to become a certified strength and conditioning coach very soon. Hey, my name is Jasmine. I am 20 years old. If you follow my IG or TikTok, you probably see it is spelled Yasmin but I promise it is pronounced Jasmine, or you can just call me Jazz. I go to New Old School of the Arts in downtown Miami where I study music theater. I ran track all through high school and was always active in the gym, but when I started college, I kind of took a break due to mental health and I unfortunately lost a lot of weight unintentionally. But quarantine kind of flipped the script on me and I found the drive to get back into fitness and weightlifting. I even started creating fitness content and making health and wellness my lifestyle. And now here we are. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so if you could summarize what this podcast is going to be about in one sentence, what would it be? I think this podcast is going to be like if the Hulk and Barbie had a baby and that baby lifted weights. So a baby and a podcast. Yep, a baby podcast that lifts weights. That lifts weights. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the topic of today is workout splits. Yeah, so workout splits is a sort of nickname for how you decide to divide up your workouts throughout the week, either by a certain muscle group, a certain movement, lift, or even a specific body part. There's actually even plenty of more reasonings behind why. Gotcha, and there's quite a few different splits that you can do, correct? There's literally like a million different kind of splits yeah. um, that have different reasonings and uh, logic behind them, like uh, uh, philosophies. So what's the split that you do? So I do a six-day split. So on, well, it will start with chest, mm -hmm. then quads and calves, back, hamstrings and glutes, shoulders, and arms, and then a rest day. And your split? So when I first started working out, I was so lost. At first, I was just working out my legs because I was like, I want a big butt and I want big legs. <laughs> and then I was like, there's so much more to this than just that. So I started doing my research and like the most basic one that came up was push and pull. Yeah. So I started doing that for about three months. I just recently changed it up. But push and pull, do you want to tell them what that is? So push and pull is a super popular split. Mm -hmm. um, I think usually it's push, pull, legs, push, yep. pull, legs, rest. And it's very centered on like the functional movement. So it involves the muscles that go into a pushing motion 
so your chest, triceps, and shoulders, mm -hmm. and then movements that go into a pooling movement, that's your back and biceps. Um, it's very popular, lots of people do it. Yeah. Um, it's a good split, uh, but for me, the only thing that I always thought when I would hear it was push-pull legs, push-pull yeah. legs. So it's like, you know, there's not a lot going on with the legs. Which is exactly why I stopped and I changed it. So I started because I felt like I was neglecting my upper body, but then in doing that, I kind of overcompensated and started neglecting my lower body. Yeah. Uh, because initially what you would do is on Monday, you would work out chest, shoulders, and triceps. And then on Tuesday, you would do back and by. And then on Wednesday, you would cram all, like literally every muscle group in your legs into one workout, which is literally a three-hour workout. And it just was not, it was not happening. It took forever. For sure. To me, like, the idea of leg day is, like, so beyond what I'm yeah. even willing to do at this point. I don't just have a leg day. Like, I do either glutes and hamstrings, quads mm -hmm. and calves, mobility work with my hips. So I get very detailed. I think yeah. that just like how push and pull is very detailed in the functional movement of your upper body muscles, you should probably be the same way about your lower body. Definitely. You know, like, I, you know, I don't know. Exactly. Legs are way too complex to just squeeze all into one workout, yeah. which is why I changed up my split. And now I do quads and calves, chest and triceps, glutes and hammies, back and by, shoulders, and then rest. So it's still like just a variation of a push and pull day, which I have a feeling that a lot of people that do push and pull still kind of yeah. divide up there. It's pretty much the same thing. I just now do shoulders separately, and then I split up my leg leg day into two separate leg days. Yeah, I don't know anyone who's going to... I mean, some people, like, I do see some people, like, do two compound movements in one workout, like, but I personally could never. Yeah, that's something we can talk about in another episode because a lot of people promote the idea that you should be doing at least two or three compound movements in every workout. So, that's something we can definitely talk about. Interesting. I don't know about that. That seems a little intense. Mm -hmm. But it depends. Like, when I squat, I'm not squatting for, like, three sets of 12. I'm mm -hmm. squatting for, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. So, like... It's different. It depends yeah. on the person because a lot of people will do that. They'll do three sets of 12 and then they're done. They're done doing squats in mm -hmm. less than 10 minutes. Meanwhile, yeah. other people who are at the squat rack for, like, over 30. They actually live there? Yeah. They set up camp? That's Talia, if you didn't know. No, that's not <laughs> me. That's, the, that's, like, the guys who get there at 6 a.m. They set up a sleeping yeah. bag with Cheez-Its. But I was at the gym the other day, mm -hmm. and, you know, this girl was by the squat rack. Her stuff was there. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get, you know, my sets in really quickly, but she was stretching there for mm -hmm. 25 minutes. 25 minutes she was at the squat rack. She was stretching at the squat yes, rack? Yes, not even oh. using the squat rack. And I'm like, I would have been done. I would yeah. have been completely done with all of my sets within the amount of time that you were doing stretching. And I guess she was just trying to, like, reserve her spot yeah. at the rack. And I completely get it. Like, it gets super busy. Yeah. But I was just like, please do not do that. That's foul, actually. <laughs> do not do that. That sucked. She's, like, swinging her leg. You're like... 
Yeah. I'm losing she my She was calm. rolling out. I was like... She was rolling out yeah. at the squad. I was like... And she got no shame. I was like, damn, she's taking her time. Oh, my God. But, yeah. I mean, she got her workout in, so... I, I honestly... I need whatever she's doing to get that kind of confidence to just <laughs> foam too. roll at the squat rack. Me too. That's pretty crazy. So, what's another workout split that we can talk about? We already talked about push and pull and talked about ARTH, but what's another popular one? So, a really good one that a lot of beginners do, um, good in the context that it's a good way to start lifting, mm -hmm. um, is basically a full body split. So, you work out three times a week. Yeah. You just do a full body workout, and there's usually like two days, 48 hours in between the workouts. The thing about splits, and um, I've talked about this before, but you can ask someone like, hey, like your body's amazing, like what's your split? Like your legs are huge, you're cut, you know, X, Y, and Z. Uh, what's your split? And they can tell you their split and you can follow it to a T. But the truth is, is that splits are all about the individual. Yeah. You know, like what their schedule permits what their experience the level thing. is. Yeah, like, someone's like, I do doubles on Wednesday, and meanwhile, Wednesday, you, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, you have church, and you told your mom you would go do groceries for her. Yeah. So, like, you can't, like, do doubles on Wednesdays, and, and so it has to be centered on you. So usually, even if you follow, like, this fantastic split, it's probably going to have to be modified and adjusted for you as an individual. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that that doesn't mean that a good split can't make all the difference. Because a good split can really make some serious changes. But Definitely. you still, like, you can't just copy someone's split. Or not necessarily copy, but you can't use someone follow, else's split, yeah. follow someone else's split, and expect the same exact results. Yeah, it's different for everyone. And... It honestly depends on your schedule, time management, and also yeah. how many rest days you need. Some people only take one rest day. Some mm -hmm. people need two or three, which is totally fine. Like, you need to listen to your body, see what it's telling you. And it's always good to challenge yourself, but don't push yourself too hard. Yeah, you don't want to start to resent the gym. Like, yeah. the, gym, you're, the gym isn't punishment. Yeah, or even, like, if you don't give yourself enough, like, time to recover like your muscles enough time for recovery no, you're not recovery. gonna grow yeah. you're not gonna grow it's gonna actually be counterproductive and you're gonna feel weak mm -hmm. i spent a week in the hospital because i had rhabdomyolysis that's horrible i had to harass people to bring me chipotle and panera <laughs> and my stepdad cut off my wi-fi or not my wi-fi my data on my phone because i kept going over so i spent seven days in the hospital watching novellas on the hospital TV I'm dead. and just begging, calling people on the hospital phone like, hey, hey. Talk to me, I'm bored. <laughs> no, 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 I was like, <laughs> bring me some food. Because I could, I wasn't on like a special diet or anything. Yeah. Like I could eat outside food. I just couldn't leave the hospital until my creatine levels went down and not, not the creatine that you take, it's something else. Um, they had to go down a certain point, and I was still a minor. I was, like, 17, so, like, I was in the pediatric wing. It was a mess. But anyway, the point is, don't be like me. You need to listen to your body. You need to take rest days. It's not no pain, no gain. Like, it's, if there's pain, stop. You yeah. know, like, it's, if you're fatigued, if you're always tired, if you, like, literally have headaches every day, like, you're probably overtraining. So uh, true. Which is why, like, if you're just starting out in the gym, maybe this full-body workout split is good for you because 
you're kind of just getting used to being active in general, yeah, exercise in general. Body. Yeah, and once you get used to that, then you can actually work on like muscle groups. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk about the upper body, lower body split? Yeah, so like upper lower is kind of like a step up from a full body split. Yeah. Um, I would say that upper lower body splits are probably better for people who are focused on you know, building some strength or athletes. Um, and it's basically what it is. It's you work out your upper body, then your lower body, and then you take a rest day. So it's like upper lower on your rest yeah. day. That's what I did in high school when I ran track. That was like the most basic thing for us because we would have practice for so long, then anybody who would hit the gym, we would just be like, okay, let's just do upper body because we didn't have the time available to go to the gym every single day, especially yeah. after practices, we were just so tired. Especially because I think athletes, like, they train for the sport that they play. 100%. So if you need to, because I know that, like, for runners and, like, track, they train in a certain way that makes them more explosive. Mm -hmm. Which is why I've heard, actually, that, like, box squats aren't, like, it unless you're yeah. an athlete because you don't really need that explosiveness and that like impact on your joints unless you're like training for it. Yeah, box squats, that's a whole other topic, but it definitely has a big effect on your joints. When I went to the UCF gym, I would do box squats. And it's a really nice gym because it's a university gym, like most of them are pretty nice. But um, I would do box squats and they had this platform that had like, it had like, um, like some sort of like foam on top but okay. the foam was like eaten up on the sides. Okay. Okay, so the foam like kind of lifted a little bit. Ooh. And so I'm doing my box squats. I like pushed that platform toward mm -hmm. the wall and I'm starting, you know, everything's going good. My foot gets caught in between the flap and the actual platform itself. So I get <sighs> stuck and I literally, like, in that moment, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, I'm about to bust my booty in front of all these people at this big, very large gym. And I just saw my face, like, slam into the platform. My shins, oh, my shins, they were like, it ate into the skin. I'm sorry, it's kind of graphic. Anyway. I am an avid box squat hater. I think no. abolish all box squatting. <laughs> all I 20. personally enjoy them. No. Nope, 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 nope. I, I've done, like, hit classes and, like, F45 classes where they do them. But also, like, I have, like, some weird thing going on with my ankle. Like, I have, like, an Achilles issue. So my Achilles tendon in my left foot it gets inflamed pretty bad. And I'm not like a runner or anything. I swam yeah. in high school and I played water polo. Um, so no like issues with like my joints because there's no really pressure. Yeah. But so every once in a while, like my Achilles will be super tight. And then every time I do like hit classes, they're like, okay, 50 jumping jacks. And I'm like, okay, too much, too much, too much. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, like fudge. She's like, I can't. <laughs> and um, so yeah. I, I don't do hit either. I don't do hit either as well. No. Uh, it's yeah, it's hard because a lot of people will DM me and they're like, "Post a hit workout," and I'm like, oh, "I really don't want to." Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with hit per se. No, not at all. 
Um, There's I really guess, not. It actually benefits a lot of people. Yeah, no, for sure, because, like, some people, like, they're not going to stand on the treadmill for, like, 60 minutes. Like, no. they're going to be, like... I rather die, and I understand that. I don't go on the treadmill. I go on the stairmaster if I'm gonna do cardio. I feel you. And then when the little person's yelling at you, and they're like, "Come on!" <laughs> and you're like, "Please!" All right. So we talked about full body. We talked about upper lower. We talked about push pull. So let's talk about a four day split, which is also super common. Yeah. It's back and buys, chest and tries, shoulders legs and then rest days in between yeah or you can do a mobility active yeah. rest rest is needed basically but always take a rest day um this is super common too like you know mm-hmm. the frat boys saying back and buys like they love to say that so it's a pretty common workout but you know like this is kind of similar to the push and pull mm-hmm. where you're kind of neglecting your legs you're only doing it once and you're cramming it all into the same workout so it's just not ideal for girls who are trying to big, like grow big legs, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean... Yeah, I agree. I think that I definitely don't do a four-day split for that exact reason. Um, because I need more volume when training legs. Should we start over? Yeah, because yeah, that was a little chaotic. <laughs> okay. So we talked about full body workouts. We mm-hmm. talked about... Uh, upper lower split we talked about push pull split so we can talk about a four day split and then cool. a five and then a six day split awesome. so for four days it's usually back and buys uh chest and tries um shoulders shoulders and legs. yeah shoulders and, and legs rest days in between you can do mobility active rest yeah so that's like pretty standard frat boys always love to say back and buys <laughs> um like i said there's a hundred million different kinds of splits so if you're like oh well i do triceps and biceps together and back and chest together. That's, you know, yeah, it, the fact is is that you're working out four times a week. So that's pretty much, like, all the popular ones that we could really think of. Yeah. Uh, on top of that is, like, a five- or six-day split. No, but it, I do five, you do six. Yeah, it's basically, I like, personally, I break up my uh, hamstrings and glutes and my quads and calves. I also work back by itself, and I also work chest by itself. I do arms, uh, which is biceps and triceps on its own day, which a lot of people do that. Yeah. Um, That's the difference between the five yeah. and six days so that we do. basically, it's all about you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, hey, like, what, what's your splits, blah, blah, blah. But it's all about you. It's all about your goals, your strengths, your weaknesses. You don't want to exasperate any muscle imbalances. Uh, what's your expertise level, your comfort level? Yeah, those are all things you should consider when deciding what your split should look at. And especially if you're a beginner, remember baby gains. Yeah, you're gonna get beginner gains. You don't need yeah. to. You don't need this crazy split. No. You're gonna be playing on muscle like that. That's so just, true. Just starting to move your body. And another thing that I wanted to say um, was that, you know, you want to factor in everything outside of the gym too, because what goes into splits is a lot about muscle recovery. Mm-hmm. So if you, you know, don't drink a lot of water. If you, on Thursday nights, for some reason, don't get as much sleep, you're not going to want the most intense workout on Friday. You need to take into account all those different things because those things are either going to help you or hurt you. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard to do that when you're following someone else's split instead of really being 
like taking a second and being like, okay, this is what I can do. This is yeah. what I can't. What would fit for me? Yeah, what would fit for me and what fits my goals too. Exactly. See what your goals are. Me personally, I want to grow my legs. I want to grow my glutes, which is why I added in an extra leg day to my split. Yeah, and I, I'm the same way. Glutes are really important to me. Hamstrings are really important to me. Yeah. I have an entire day dedicated to glutes and hamstrings. My quads, I'm not going to squat on the same day I'm working my glutes. I don't know about you. But, so I do quads and calves, which is really just quads, and then I maybe hit calves. Like one or two exercises. My calves are so weak. They literally, I'm like, Ugh, I swear, Ugh. like, I've just given up on my calves. Don't don't follow me, but <laughs> my calves are rough. I got baby calves. Me too. They're so tiny. Yeah, yours are bigger than mine. I got like chicken legs. Like they're like it's like the little bone and then my quads <laughs> and it's like this. That's what my legs look like. Alrighty, guys. So thank you for tuning in for our first episode of Hands Off My Ride. I know it was a little rough, but if you made it to the end, thank you for sticking around. We appreciate it so much. It obviously will get better as we continue. For sure. We just need, you know, a little bit of practice. Yeah, and uh, some support. <laughs> exactly. So if you could like, subscribe, comment, share, we would really appreciate it. We have a lot of things coming. We're actually going to be interviewing someone who got a Brazilian butt lift uh, and just kind of talking about the differences in growing your glutes at the gym uh, versus having a Brazilian butt lift done. You know, no negatives or positives, just kind of putting that information yeah. out there, uh, as well as talking about liquid chlorophyll, black seed oil, yeah. what movements actually work your glutes, uh, glute engagement stuff, all that stuff that we love to talk about as women, but there's not a lot of information out there for us. Yeah. And we never know, like, hey, is this, like, a good source? Because Definitely. I see a ton of videos on TikTok, and sometimes I'm too lazy to actually look up the research. So yeah. that's kind of what our job's going to be, exactly. and we're going to be sharing that information with you. And, and the fitness space is male-dominated. It's catered to men. You know how many machines that I can't use because I'm, like, 5'2"? And the machines are made for people that are a lot taller and men. So I, I, I think that you're definitely going to enjoy this. You're definitely going to get value out of this. For sure. And we would love to have you come back and listen to us again. So we'll be posting every Monday and Thursday. But don't forget, make sure you keep your hands off my rack. rack. Thanks, guys. Thank you.